blending personal branding, spirituality, and health, an exclusive interview with Pascal Bachman. Dive into this extraordinary journey of Pascal Bachman, a Swiss, Swiss martial artist pro who reshaped his life and career to become a personal branding guru. With 25 years in the health industry, Pascal has treated over 20,000 people. Discover how he seamlessly combines personal branding, spirituality, and health for holistic success. Get insights about his experience building a 14-branch franchise and his explorations of diet and fasting, currently on a 100-day water fast. Don't miss this enlightening conversation. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. Let me share with you a little bit more about the guests that we have here today. With a 30-year career, Pascal Bachman transitioned from a renowned health and wellness authority to a respected personal branding and PR expert. As CEO of Strategy Achievers, he uses his experience to empower public figures and entrepreneurs. Having built eight businesses and generated eight-figure revenues, Pascal is recognized as the top entrepreneur to follow. His journey showcases his adaptability and success. I am so pleased to welcome here today, Mr. Pascal. Hi, April. Hi, everybody. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. That sounds so impressing, all that stuff about me. <laughs> but uh, I guess we have we have a lot of things to talk about. We do. And, you know, I have a lot of guests that say that, and it's an incredible thing when we get to listen to the things that we do, the things we've accomplished, it always seems to kind of bring this empowerment to us where we can feel good about the things that we're doing. So you have done so many great things. You've got a ton of wisdom to pass along. So I'm excited to share some of that wisdom with our audience today, but let's get started and share a little bit more about you. Sure, sure. Uh, there's a lot to say. I come to that in a minute. Beside all these accomplishments, I think, and I'm very open to talk about that stuff too, if, if you and your audience is interested into that, because that's just the superficial thing that everybody sees and believes about entrepreneurs, these achievements, that that's what everybody's talking about. But I've had an eight-figure bankruptcy. I, you know, there's so much stuff that is not told. And I think that's something that has to do with personal branding. And that's why we do personal branding today, because it goes down to the core of a human being. But uh, mm -hmm. like I said, we can talk about that in a little bit. But here in short about me, I grew up in Switzerland uh, in an orphanage. My parents weren't so happy with each other. For me, it was normal 
and I think we all experience our past the way we experience it in the moment and it becomes kind of normal. So I grew up, uh, was interested into martial arts when I was young. I think I liked to beat up people and be the bad guy because I, I was looking for recognition uh, from other people. I didn't have that from my parents. Mm. And, and the easiest way to get that is if you just the bad guy and beat up everything back then that was my mindset and I had a lot of followers and people who wanted to be around me because I'm the strong guy who has no fear uh, later in life I realized that that was not the smartest thing to do uh, but anyway this this is part of my past and then that was kind of like the turnaround for me I went into a martial arts school a very traditional one my master in Taekwondo back then, he was world champion. He was in the Vietnam War and he was super strict. He was like, like every inch that you don't move, you got punished. It was super, super strict. And I was impressed. So I kind of dedicated my life to martial arts, became disciplined. Uh, learned how to not just commit, but to actually follow through, to be consistent, to have respect, not just for myself, but for everything around me, not just people, everything, animals, nature, life in general. I learned how to appreciate and, and, and uh, all that changed me in how I saw life, how I lived life, how I responded to different situations in life and that led into into me becoming a business owner i learned very early in life that i'm not made to follow orders and just work and trade my time i had my own desires and ideas and i felt like okay i need to do whatever i feel like i want to do and yeah that leads to eight businesses in four different industries the past almost 30 years now. I started in the health industry because, kind of funny when I think back, I did not just learn how to break bones in martial arts. We learned how to heal them. Mm. So did all that stuff when the nose was broken. How do, we, how do you adjust that? How do you treat all these, these injuries from martial arts? And I found it very fascinating and I was interested into that and then later of course nutrition how do you eat healthy in order to perform on your highest level how do you transform your body how do you transform other bodies by just knowing what to do have the discipline to create consistency and we saw miracles happen like in shapes in feeling how you feel and, and how you perform in general and that was that was uh, why I started in the health industry and stick there very long until I learned that everything I learned, the basics in that area, proved to me that I'm able to do it. And if you can do it at one place, you don't need another hundred skills. You just need to learn and mm -hmm. understand how can you transform this skill into any other area of life, relationship health, business, anywhere you want. You have the skills and are able to do that. And 
Yeah, so I, I was in Switzerland, moved to Thailand, did martial arts there, uh, back to Switzerland, had my businesses, a franchise with 13 branches, different areas. And then I had a bankruptcy, eight figures, all gone. Uh, real estate, retirement money, personal bankruptcy, business bankruptcy, everything was gone within three months. COVID hit, I came to the US and said, okay, let's restart and uh, just follow wow. your core values. Do what you love and love what you do, nothing else. And that's what I do ever since. Well, those are some major uh, transitions, you know, going to a completely new country, starting fresh, having the the humility and the experience of bankruptcy and in a massive way. And we all get to those points. And Pascal, you have experienced that drastically from a very, very young age where you had you know, your, your parents, the orphanage, the aspect, the anger that came with that, the resentment maybe that came with that going into fighting because of that to release those emotions and that pain in whatever way that you could and learning so many things along the way, having the master that was very rigid, that was very strict. So learning the discipline aspect of life. And it interested me too, that you go into the normal work life and you discover that that's not really for me because I want more freedom. I want more choice. I want the say. And so entrepreneurship was birthed from that experience. And so you've had all of these lessons along the way. Now, you you talk about something in one of the books that you've written, and that was The, the Master Within awakening to your infinite potential, which I'm so excited to dive into that. But you talk a little bit about the master that you had and you describe him, but there was one day that you, you remember vividly of where he taught a lesson to you and your peers. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? If it is the one you meant when I just go ahead, otherwise that's a good story too. I think I wrote <laughs> about that in that book. But I remember uh, we all sat down, uh, listened to the master. We have this white top box, like the G, uh, the, the, the clothes with the belts. He was there in a, in a black suit, walking back and forth. And we were all sitting and listening to him. And then I remember as it would be yesterday, he pointed to the boy next to me. And he said, you... The guy stood up. I think his name was Mike. He stood up. He bowed down. Yes, Sabomnim. Sabomnim is the Korean word for master. And he listened. And Sabomnim asked, What do you want to be once you grow up? What do you want to become? The boy was very nervous. Everybody was looking at him. And he said, I want to be a I want to become a master, just like you, Sabomnim. Very excited, shaking voice. Sabomnim was quiet for maybe 30 seconds, which is very long. Walked left and right again. And then he pointed to him, and I never forget that. He pointed to him and said, you, all of you, you are already masters. 
you only have to found it within. And back then I didn't realize, I just like, okay, no big thoughts. But years later, I realized that we all have everything within us. And it is our choice on how we live life, how we respond to situations in life, how we think, act, and feel. It's a decision. Do we go inwards and found what we truly are? Or do we try to get the proof anywhere outside of us, which is frustrating and challenging? So I learned that pretty early, and, and, and yeah, that was a key moment for me. Yeah, and it didn't really sink in until a little later in life. And, right. you know, I think that we all, as we're on this life journey and this self-development, self-improvement uh, venture, it, it is those things that don't come to the fruition or come to the greater understanding of what they really mean. It's interesting that we go over and over and over the same text, the same idea, the safe, same life lessons, right? So many times before it finally sticks. But I think that's the beauty of life. When we come to, as we get older, we come to be the sage that we become through those lessons and through living in life where we are able to, like your master, pass that information on. And if you consider that as maybe a parent and you're telling your children something and you want them to grasp it, or you're in a leadership position and you want your students or your mentors to grasp it, everybody does in their own time, just like we do in our own time, whether it be years later. I completely agree. There's so much stuff that I believe is super valuable, but do you really get it? It's based on the inner state of being that you are on today and everybody's somewhere else. And often we expect them, people around us, family members, friends, and so forth, to understand what we mean just because we understand it. And I think the third Chinese patriarch said, the great way is not difficult for those who have no preference. I think we all are on our way and we discover it, it when the time is right for us. Uh, and nobody else can determine that for us. We are on our journey. Yeah, I liken it to, uh, or the one of the easiest ways for me to understand it, especially when it comes to people outside of me or our family or what have you, is that because we're all on our own soul's journey, it's going to be in different times. And so I think that that's just a really freeing aspect to, to look at it that way. So Pascal, like uh, many others who are on this constant learning journey at the Lifelong Learners, you have explored so many different things. And when we talk about the physical, the emotional, the intellectual, and the spiritual aspects, those you have explored in different ways and different facets. And you started, I, I feel, a little bit with that physical, as many of us do. 
because that's our world. That's the physical realm that we're living in. And so we go there first. We explore that first through diet, through exercise, through all of the things. And you continue to do so with this journey, like you're on the, the, the water fast diet, which I'm excited to learn a little bit more of what that's like. And because you've explored so many different diets when it comes to nutrition and what serve us, serves us well, I would love to know your perspective. I mean, I would, I've got to say, I would think that many researchers would love to hear your feedback because um, it says that you've tried 12 diets each for eight months mm -hmm. over a 15-year period. That's fascinating. And you not only just try them out, but you, you fully engulf yourself in this new lifestyle to discover what it does for you and your body. Yeah, I did that. Sounds like crazy for most people. <laughs> I was I was in the health industry and, and I, I was preparing bodybuilders and athletes for Olympia. And uh, there are so many different theories and teases and, and beliefs and concepts. And I just decided, let's read all these studies. Like, even though I knew never trust a study that you didn't fake yourself, <laughs> I decided to read them. So I read 20 studies in the health industry uh, about diets. What is the healthiest diets on planet Earth? And the... 12 that I thought like they are very reasonable. I understand it. I believe it based on what I read. Let's try them out. And all these journals, I think back there are the journals. I every day journaled every single day. How did I feel? How did I sleep? Did I wake up rested? How much did I drink? How did my body change? How was my energy level? How was my motivation level? Like all that stuff uh, to not just do it, but to actually really report it for me, to understand it, to be it. And Well documented. I for, yeah, I, I did it for like eight months each. So it took me almost 15 years. I made breaks in between. A lot of pictures before and after. And after that, everybody came and like, so what's the best diet on planet Earth? And my answer is always, doesn't exist. <laughs> it's not about the diet. It's about you. What do you need? And for me, these three are the diets that I recommend. It's a plant-based diet. It's a ketogenic diet. And or it's uh, intermittent fasting. And the only reason for these three is because these are the only three that are based on evolution. They are not produced by human beings to make money. All this new age stuff, somebody want to make money. It's beliefs, it's ethics, it's all that stuff. But our ancestors didn't have food for a long time in the fasting. When they had food, it was basically berries, it was greens. It was animals, which is fed and protein, ketogenic diet, and again, plant-based. Yeah. That's why I All recommend this. Excuse me? From the earth. Yeah, everything. And that's something, by the way, also that my master said back then when I study nutrition, he said, what do you study? Say, oh, nutrition. 
why do you study that? I was like, you know how it is when you start something and you believe you know it all? And he came and <laughs> said, like, why do you study that? It's actually very easy. Everything that comes straight out of the ground is healthy and should be preferred. And I thought, yeah, of course. It's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I agree with you. I feel that things are so overcomplicated and, and, you know, it's, it's easy to fall into those traps because of the way that people represent it. And, you know, because of the commercials or the ads or all of these things. And of course, I too fell into many of those traps as I explored nutrition and what was the best thing for, for me and for, you know, just living optimally and to not get sick or ill to prevent, you know, dis-ease. And, you know, you, it's not within those, without those explorations though, to really discover how simple it truly is. I, I completely agree. And, and this is exactly what you just described is one of the main reason why I do personal branding today, because for me, it's people trust people, people do business with people, people engage with people, people buy from people. So the person behind the product and service is the brand. And especially today, when people go on Google, they buy stuff, they want a problem solved, or they want to achieve their goal faster. So they go in, they look for stuff, and now they get recommendations. And a lot of people, to not say the majority, are ego-driven people who present themselves as authority and experts to make money. And mm. I found that a disaster because... There are people who trust you. They buy your stuff and believe what you say. And it's not just about health or money or business. No, these people have families, kids, parents, friends. It gives a ripple effect into their whole ecosystem of life, which affects us all. And this is how I try to contribute to really, we have about six to 800 discovery calls every month. We only onboard 10 people per month because we ensure that these people are in line or aligned with our core values, that we understand their vision, that we can be, stand behind their vision and believe that, yes, this is what today's society needs in order to create the world that you and I want to live in. And, and especially if it comes to health, it's so important to really have accurate, true, advice uh, that creates health and not the opposite. Pascal, that is such a beautiful way of explaining it, where you said it trickle of, uh, affects everything around them, the entire ecosystem of a human being and their family and the people that are surrounding them, the people that they engage with. And, you know, let's step into that we are, uh, these energetic beings. And of course, all of that trickles out, you know, when we look at the science that we have now, and I love talking about that, because we have so much to back that. But it, it does. And that is what we cannot see. But that is exactly what it does. So I think it's brilliant that you really align with that. And so tell me a little bit about what is the process that you 
ensure that you're working with the clients that you want to, that share the same value and that you know for a fact are going to present a value add to our planet? For us, the process is super straightforward and simple. We ask five questions in the beginning. First, what's your identity statement? And this is where most people already struggle because they believe that this is who they are. Most of the time they give me a job description or they believe mm. they are the result of past experiences. And I had a discussion recently with someone actually who was very uh, offensive with that. And, and, and then I, I switched the conversation and said, well, do you agree that we all die one day? I said, yeah, obviously. So, okay. So would it be fair if you say like one day you probably are in a position when you say I dropped the body? Say, so, obviously, most likely. So, okay. Who's I? Mm. Who is that I who drops the body? You just told me who you are, but you didn't really tell me who you are. You told me what you do. But who are you behind all that? Who's dropping that body? And most people don't go into that space. So identity statement, mission statement, vision statement. With the vision statement, exactly the same. They all come if they have a vision statement. Read it to me. Sounds great. So I ask them, okay, how much time every single day do you spend in that future when you close mm -hmm. your eyes? How much Every day, do you go there? How does it smell like? How does it feel like? How does it look like? And what is your reality when you open your eyes? The space you just visit or right now, right here? You mentioned timelines before. Is it just one timeline? Is it different timelines? Is it now? I believe that we all are masters in living a life in imagination, which is the future, or past experiences which are memories, but they are both not rooted in the now. So where do I live my life the majority of the time? So these are things that we try to figure out. And then the third question is, uh, the fourth question is, what are your core values? And then how do you want to be perceived? What do you want them, your potential client, to believe about you? These are the five main questions. Before we go into what's the actual value that you provide in your industry. And based on that, we just feel it or we don't. We don't care about the industry. We don't care what you do. We need to just feel you as a human being that we are in that space of, yes, we want to highlight you. We believe in what you do because it comes from the place of purpose you want to have more impact. And for you, it is an obligation to be out there. R rather than I come from the place of ego and sounds nice to be out there. So we stay away from ego features. Pascal, that's absolutely brilliant. And a few things out of that. First, I am going to take your lead and example and start using that for my intake forms. <laughs> To have guests on the show because it's absolutely brilliant. It's such a quick and fast way to come to the conclusion if somebody has truly done uh, the work of self-reflection, 
the work of knowing that we first are spiritual beings, right? Then, then we are, and that we're living in fact, in a, in a, in an aspect of servitude and not in that ego aspect where it's the, the still I need and I want. And so, because that's the way I'm going to lead in my, in, in presenting that to the world. So I love that you have done that. Has there been times that that has been difficult for you and how long did it take for you to really come to the conclusion of these are the right uh, questions to ask to, to really hone in and find the information that I want to work with the, the right clients? It took me like six to eight years to really come up with that. And, and it, like with most of us, it was what I did for myself is what I do for my clients. And it's very challenging, you know, most entrepreneurs, most most people in general, they go always into something with that one question, what is in it for me, right? As an entrepreneur, I believe you should turn around that question and say, what is in me for it? Mm. Because this is when you serve. This is when you truly come from, for me, the place of love, the place of purpose, because you said it before, for me, it's like the all is the one and the one is the all. At the end, we are all one. We have separation. The ego takes over and we live that life. And now we are in that dance of life and we need to find a way on how to navigate for ourselves. Every individual being with every individual skin suit that we took on, on its own way. But we should never forget that we actually are one. Ah, well, that's an incredible discussion as well. So we're going to move into our commercial. And when we get back, let's talk about what you mean that we are all one. Stay tuned. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com.
Welcome back. We're here with Pascal Bachman. I am so thrilled to have you here today. Again, wasn't wrong from the get-go, full of wisdom and insight. So everything you've said has been just beautiful in the whole aspect of being a whole human being and really where we're going in our future evolution as a species and all of the things that we could really hone in on, understand in order to make that venture a little bit easier for us all. So people like you have really discovered so much of the the turmoil that we could maybe avoid. So you talked about, uh, you know, really going into that spiritual aspect of ourselves. You're bringing it into branding with the business that you have, because there's so much of where we need to be fulfilled, both in our professional and our personal life. And so they just go hand in hand. So you want to talk a little bit more about that aspect? Yeah, for me, a personal brand, a true, real personal brand is the expression of who you truly are. Because again, I believe it's about the person behind the product and the service. And I believe that when your truth is out there, it has a frequency and people who are on that level will receive your message, the unspoken word. And this is where we should go back to, to our core values, to our identity, to expressing who we truly are without any fear, with the trust that we resonate and the right people resonate with who we are, and therefore what we do is in line with who we are, obviously. And, and that's why we love to talk about that when we onboard clients or we, before we decide to take on clients. For me, this is one and the same thing. This is where the foundation should be set. Mm, I, I appreciate so much that you talk about brand being really a reflection of who we are, who we believe ourselves to be. I shouldn't even say believe, but who we are, you know, holy and that expression of that. It's a beautiful thing. I've had somebody say once when you, when you go deeply into what your innate values are, when you start projecting that into the world and you're consistent with that, then you know, your, your business, your brand is reflecting who you really are when you're in alignment with that. And that's what you keep putting out there and you don't, you know, veer from that. So when you take on clients and you've already established that, yes, they're in alignment with who they say they are, they're not living by that in that ego state, they're at this higher frequency. What are some of the ways that you help guide them into to creating a more beautiful brand for themselves and business? That, that's a good question. I like that because everybody, like almost everybody, you know, we have multi-million dollar businesses. They struggle in the beginning because now it's about them. It's not about the product or service. Now it's first we start with you. Who are you? And since they struggle with that, and, and I completely get that, this is where we start to go back to oneness. This is how we enter planet Earth, pure light, love. And now every single experience 
I call it is a label. A dog wanted to bite me, fear. My parents fight. I create all these beliefs. And as we grow up, we have all these stickers in here. And now we have so many coaches and gurus and mentors who tell us we need to change our personality and our identity. And I don't believe in any of that. We are who we are when we came, pure and love, dot. What we need to do is become who we truly are. In other words, look at these labels and start to take them off. Because underneath all these labels of every human being on planet Earth, we are the same. And this is what we do in the process of personal branding. These are like all these negative emotions, limiting beliefs, and all that stuff. Buddha's noble truth, the first one is there is suffering. The second one is the cause of it is clinging. We're clinging on these things. The third is... If you let go of the cling of mind, you let go of suffering. We need to learn how to let go. And the fourth, it's the eightfold path on how to do that. And once we unfold all the things, we can start creating stories about these people as a basis. And then we go into their expertise and where they are experts. But this makes it a, a very interesting journey and it's a life lesson for these people. It's no longer just, oh, that's a product. I want to make money. I build a brand. No, no, no. Now we're talking about facts and the truth. And now we have a foundation that you can build on forever. Because in 20 years from now, you can do whatever you want in business or life. You still have your personality that is the mm. foundation for the brand you build. And so many times I ask people, what comes to mind if, if, if uh, I say Tesla? Elon Musk, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Apple. Uh, it's always the same thing. Business owners have the belief that they are not important. It's not about me or the product. Uh, it's not about me. It's about the product or service. Well, I don't think so. It's about you because if without you, no product or service. So it's, it's a very interesting uh, foundation that we build and, and it's an interesting journey and struggling in the moment is always part of it, but appreciation along, along the way, it's much greater than anything else. Mm. Pascal, uh, some of what you've said that, that comes to mind and where my mind goes is that when we are, are serving others and we have this idea of who our audience is and our perfect clients are, and you talk about letting go and when we're living within our our brand which is our our true self it it can be difficult or i'm curious what how often you come into to contact with this topic of conversation at least where it comes to the clientele that you have and while living in in your true self and your true form brand because i th i think it's easy for us to as entrepreneurs get caught up in, well, we should be serving everyone or the client could be this or that. And then that let go piece comes in, whereas we do need to let go of the people that aren't in alignment with us. And that's okay. And you do that exactly when you have your intake is you make sure that you're, you're weeding out the people that aren't ready for you yet. Right. 
the way we do that, we go into our target audience. What is their current state of being? What is their desired state of being? And what's their roadblock? That's one thing we do. And then I always recommend to go really deep into the Blue Ocean strategy to set your parameters. Mm. You need to know who you want to serve and why you want to serve them. And everybody else, hands off. And that need braveness uh, in the beginning, but you can charge more. If you truly know your value, you will find the right people. And it's much more peaceful to work with those that you don't draw in, but that actually are committed to work with you. And, and one thing that I found very important here is at a certain amount, a certain time of the process, we also push those that we want to work with. But I think it's fine if you come from the place of purpose to have more impact. Because if someone stands on the cliff and is afraid to jump, and you know exactly when they land, they land safe, they have a better life, you must be obligated to push them. And it is not that way if you come from the place of ego, if you do everything for money, if it's just about you, if it's about being out there for your ego, then you don't have that relationship within the whole process. So to know who you serve, uh, to really be clear who you not serve, to have clarity on where your current potential client is at the moment and where they want to go to and to know how you can solve their problem or speed off their success is mm -hmm. crucial. It kind of like, it's almost like having a filter to, to go through to say, okay, on, off, on, off. And, and, and that's a process that, that I highly recommend to create because it's just my no, core, not, uh, core value number one is love. Long time ago, I, I decided I only do what I love and I only love what I do because I want peace. It needs to be fun. We all went into business because we wanted to have more time and more money. Reality is most business owners have no time and less money. They struggle. So why do we do that to ourselves? Mm. Many times the reason is we take on the wrong clients. We, we the clinging. We have to go and make some money. But we can settle back and create a strategy that is in line with who we truly are and trust in the process in the universe. We will Pascal. be given what we're looking for. Sure. Oh, that's beautiful. I, I like that you said trust in the process and that the universe will, will provide. Now, I'm curious, Pascal, what is your practice of coming into alignment of what you love doing making choices that is in alignment with what you love. How do you decipher that? I, I'm, I'm a journal guy. I do lists. What If I imagine my person, a perfect life, how does it look like in any area of life? I have a concept called the core four, which is all about health, mind, harmony, and wealth. So I sit down. How does it look like? So I see what I love because it makes me feel good. And I make a list what I don't want. I call this open cycles. I just want to close every cycle that doesn't give me joy, that draws energy for me instead of giving me energy. And then I make decisions and, and, and uh, get rid of the things that I don't like and I know it 
grows energy instead of giving me energy. And again, being clear on the core values. Like why is, for example, trust the core value of you? I think we should go to the root cause. It's not just trust. Why is it trust? Were you cheated on and you go away from the pain? It's not a very good core value. Or is it trust because something within pulls you towards that, which is connected with your true self because it's love? Is freedom your core value because you were locked up as a 10-year-old in your room all the time and you go away from that pain? Or is something within you pulling you, the guiding star, out into the world to found yourself? So all these aspects are very important to look at and dive deep. But this is how I do it. I write down stuff, I connect with it, and I meditate. And the answer usually comes through through inspiration. Like when I am in spirit, I have the answer and I just trust and listen. Well, that is a really great way to explain, really walk through how to come to the real uh, answer to the to the root cause of why we feel the way that we feel. And so thank you so much for sharing that and explaining that because I was curious if if there's been moments in your life, Pascal, where it's been very, very challenging and difficult to let go and release some of the things that have obviously been more challenging to do so when it comes to like those human relationships, etc. Definitely. And and I think at the end, it's a choice, right? We all have, we can decide is that stone in my way a roadblock or is it the next building block for my life foundation? That's a choice. And mm-hmm. we all have that. So when we talk about personal branding and spirituality and health, how do you combine all of those things? For me, I guess it's just the whole process that we have. Uh, we reach out. We go through a application process. We ensure that the core values are aligned, that we believe in the vision. Uh, and most of the time, for me, if you do not truly live your identity on mission in life, and you don't really follow a vision that is connected with who you truly are, it is unhealthy. It is unhealthy. And that's what I study for like 25 years almost. Like the most people who are unhealthy and unhappy in in business and life, the root cause is, and we made a study about that, the main reason why people get physically and mentally sick is they get up in the morning And they they live, everybody listen, they live against their core values every single day. And this is what creates the disease. They work for a boss 10 years that they never like. They live in a relationship 15 years that they are not happy with. They do all these things every single day that they don't want to do. Their true self knows that. And if you live against that every day, The result is a disaster that we need to live with. That's the belief. But again, we have the power of choice and can change that. 
And that's why we, this is how we align that. Pascal, you have brought so much wisdom again. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Wellness Driven Life Show. To honor your time, I want to make sure that everyone knows where to find you. And so Pascal's websites are going to be in the description below. I want to say thank you so much for being our guest on the Wellness Driven Life Show and sharing all of this incredible knowledge with us today. Thank you very much for having me. One last word. Those you spoke about it, we didn't have time to go into the, it. 100 day water fast. Uh, I actually give my my personal fasting plan away uh, on how I do that and recommend to start fasting. It's 100dayfast.com. So if anyone want to go download that for free, uh, yeah, go ahead and do so. <laughs> 100dayfast.com. Amazing. Well, you know, you are certainly firing quickly. You can have an intelligent conversation. So you're faring quite well. Tell us how many days are you in? Day, January 31, day 31. I didn't eat yet this year. <laughs> and that feel great. Amazing. No pain, no hunger, no cravings. No, I, I make 10,000 steps a day. Uh, tomorrow, actually, we start going back to the gym. I sometimes need to drag my wife with me. I say, come on, hurry up. I want to be back on time. She said, like, how can you do that? I, today I cooked for her eggs and omelets and stuff like that. I sit beside her, watch her eating. For me, it's commitment. I know I'm not going to die as long as I can make this. I have enough food that my body <laughs> has access to. So, oh. yeah. Well, that's love, too, making sure you, you cook for your wife and sit with her while she eats. It's beautiful. Oh my goodness. So yes, make sure that everybody knows where to find that. Let's say what that is again, because I don't have it initially in this description below, but we can add it in later. It is, tell us again, Pascal, where we can get that resource for the water fast. Yeah. It's the number 100, 100, 100waterfast.com. 100waterfast.com. Perfect. Thank oh, you sorry. so much for sharing that. My, my English, 100dayfast.com. That's my English. 100dayfast. The number 100dayfast. Wonderful. Well, um, thank you again so much for being our honored guest here on the Wellness Driven Life Show. I want to thank our audience for tuning in. Without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So thank you so much. Goodbye for now, and we will see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.